Uh, let us continue to thank the Lord in this psalm reminds us about being thankful also. Psalm 100, I'm reading from the Christian Standard Version this morning. You can follow me in whatever version you have. Psalm 100 says, Let the whole earth shout triumphantly to the Lord. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Acknowledge that the Lord is God. He made us and we are his. Uh, his people, uh, the sheep of his pasture, enter his gates with thanksgiving, his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and bless his name. For the Lord is good and his faithful love endures forever. Yeah. His faithfulness through all generations. Amen. Amen. This is the word of the Lord for the church and the church said together. Praise be to God for his word today. Let's remember our, our families that we're praying for, uh, the Miller, the uh, Pe uh, Perry families. Uh, let's remember uh, those families this week in our prayers uh, as we go forward this week. Uh, and uh, let's continue to pray for one another, lift one another up. Let's continue to pray. Uh, there's an election running, uh, election runoff uh, happening in Georgia uh, immediately after the end of this week, uh, right after the Thanksgiving week. And so let's be prayerful uh, for that. And uh, let's uh, continue to pray for all of our leaders, uh, those uh, elected officials elected to uh, serve the will of the people uh, and to ask God to lead and guide them in all the decisions uh, that uh, they make. Let's continue to be in prayer for our students and our teachers and uh, our prayers are with you. If you're traveling over the holidays, that uh, God would grant you traveling mercy uh, over the holidays and the holidays will be a joyful time for each and every one of you as we take time to uh, thank God for his blessings in our lives. Let's continue to remember uh, those in our community uh, who share prayer requests with us, um, uh, even in the midst of uh, a recession and some some layoffs happening in different jobs. Let's be prayerful for one another uh, and ask God to continue to provide uh, in the midst of uh, uh, what we're going through economically uh, in our world right now. Amen? Amen. Amen. Whatever needs you have, let's take them to the Lord in prayer this day. Father, we thank you today for your many blessings to us, and we thank you for your continual grace and mercy to us, how you continue to show your faithful love to us. And we are so grateful. Uh, we're so thankful. We acknowledge, Lord, how good you've been to us and that you've been better to us than we deserve. And so we also say thank you today for your many blessings. Thank you, Lord, for life, health, and strength. Lord, thank you for a reasonable portion of health and strength and a, a mind and a will and the ability to uh, assemble with your people on today, some in person, some virtually. But, Lord, we thank you for them all as we assemble. And may we give ourselves over these next few moments to fully uh, uh, worshiping you and thanking you and praising you to dedicate our full attention and energy to giving you all the glory and the praise and the acknowledgement you deserve for every good thing in our lives. For your word says every good and perfect gift 
comes down from the Father of lights in whom there is no variation or shadow or turning. We know, Lord, that if there's anything that's happened in our lives that is good, it's that you who gave it to us. So we thank you for your goodness in our lives, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for uh, blessing those who have had surgeries and bringing them through surgeries are uh, all right. And Lord, thank you, Lord, that you're providing for your people, even uh, those that may have been laid off or risking laying off. And Lord, we pray that they would trust you and help them to know, Lord, you don't need a job to supernaturally provide for them. But Lord, we do pray that you open doors for them and uh, put good people in their pathway, uh, help them with divine connections to get them to the next place in their lives that you have for them so that your name gets all the glory and the honor and the praise. Lord, thank you for our family, Lord. Thank you for our church family, Lord. We thank you for our community, Lord. We thank you that despite what we see in the news and what we see and hear in uh, the newspaper, we thank you, Lord, that your hand is still moving and that you're still in the blessed business. You're still providing. You're still protecting. You're still leading and you're still guiding. Help your people to trust you today, whatever they may be experiencing. Lord, help them give them the humility to cast their cares on you. For you care for us and we thank you, Lord, that you care for us and you continually show your care and your love for us. Lord, we pray for those that don't know you that you would draw them closer to yourself in a relationship with you and be lifted up and glorified by all we attempt to do in this service. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 I want to encourage you to continue to participate in family worship uh, along with you and your families. Uh, and uh, This is not something we do as a substitute for weekend worship, but it is something we do to supplement weekend worship. And especially if you have uh, young folks in the home, this is a perfect way to pass on your faith uh, to uh, them. For many of us, we can remember uh, a mother, a grandmother, or someone in our family uh, who we watch pray, who we watch reading the Bible, who who we learn lessons from, who spoke into our lives, and, and that that's how we caught the faith. And, and so uh, family worship is a way of passing along our faith, demonstrating our faith in front of our children and the next generation, but also in front of our family members so that they see our faith is not just a Sunday morning thing, but it's a week-long thing. It's an everyday thing. It's a 24-7 uh, thing that uh, we acknowledge our relationship with God uh, in everything that we do. Amen? Amen. Amen. We want to continue to choose. thank God for uh, everyone that's celebrating birthdays and anniversaries this month and uh, you got a few more uh, days in your month and so we continue to pray God's blessings uh, over you over the course of the next year. Remember this is Thanksgiving uh, month and we've been emphasizing giving thanks all month and uh, the importance of giving thanks is to actually do it, right? Uh, we can post about it, we can read about it, we can talk about it, but if we don't actually do it, uh, then that defeats the purpose and so 
We hope, hope that you've been journeying with us each day over the course of November and taking out time each day to name at least one thing you're thankful for. If you have not, uh, uh, start today and, and follow it through the rest of the week, especially this week being Thanksgiving. Start your day and just name one thing per day. Uh, start your day with one thing, uh, one person uh, in your life that you are thankful for. We want to uh, thank uh, all of the members and uh, those who help support our ministry here. Uh, we were able to uh, help support 25 families from the Winding Springs Elementary uh, right here in our own community, right around the corner from where we meet. And so we want to thank you for uh, your giving this morning that enables us to do that and know uh, that your giving is going to meet lives, uh, to meet needs, and to bless lives. And we pray that as we uh, do tangible acts of kindness and love in the lives of others, uh, that that will result in much praise and honor and glory being given to God. So thank you for those of you and your faithful giving that allowed us to be able to support 25 families. Uh, this year uh, for the Thanksgiving holiday Amen. season. Uh, no Bible study this Tuesday. We do want to give that time for you for prepping for Thanksgiving and whatever your plans are for Thanksgiving this week. So uh, we won't meet for Bible study this Tuesday. Uh, I do want to have a quick uh, uh, meeting with leaders uh, this week and I'll send that invite out to you um, uh, so that you know the time and place that we're going to meet um, uh, and uh, we want to get some things uh, finalized for the month of December as we come down to the close of uh, the month of November. Amen. 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 Well, thank the Lord uh, uh, for all of you uh, worshiping with us in person and, and virtually this morning. Now is that time of this service where we can all participate, and it's that time uh, where we give to the Lord's work. It is through our giving that we're able to support th uh, families for Thanksgiving and uh, to do all the things that we plan on doing, even uh, in Christmas and during the other times of the year that we help uh, to do tangible acts of kindness with those in our community. So know as you give today, give with joy in your hearts and a smile on your faith, knowing that you're contributing to the needs of others and being a blessing to others. And God takes that personally because he said, when you did it to the least of mine, you did it to me. So yeah. when we help those in need, when we visit those uh, that are in prison, when we uh, bless those and pray for those that are sick or bless those in need and we share the gospel with them, uh, God takes it personally. So know that as you give uh, this morning that you are given to impact lives, that it will result in God getting the glory, the honor, and the praise. You can stand that QR code on the seat in front of you. you can bring your gift around with your mantle and drop it in the offering plate. You can scan the QR code on the screen. You can go to Cash App, Dollar Sign, Crisis Center Church. However you give, whatever you give today, let's give with joy in our hearts as we worship the Lord and we bless others.
Give thanks to the Lord of Lords. His faithful love endures forever. He alone does great wonders. His faithful love endures forever. He made the heavens skillfully. His faithful love endures forever. He spread the land on the waters. His faithful love endures forever. He made the great lights. His faithful love endures forever. The sun to rule by day. His faithful love endures forever. And the moon and stars to rule by night. His faithful love endures forever. He struck the firstborn of the Egyptians. His faithful love endures forever. And brought Israel out from among them. His faithful love endures forever. With a strong hand and outstretched hand, his faithful love endures forever. He divided the Red Sea. His faithful love endures forever and led Israel through. His faithful love endures forever, but hurled Pharaoh and his army into the Red Sea. His faithful love endures forever. He led his people in the wilderness. His faithful love endures forever, and he struck down great kings. His faithful love endures forever. And slaughtered famous kings. His faithful love endures forever. Shahan, king of the Amorites. His faithful love endures forever. Og, king of Bashan. His faithful love endures forever. And gave their land as an inheritance. His faithful love endures forever, an inheritance to Israel, his servant. His faithful love endures forever. He remembered us in our humiliation. His faithful love endures forever and rescued us from our foes. His faithful love endures forever. He gives food to every creature. His faithful love endures forever and give thanks to God, to the God of heaven. His faithful love endures forever. Amen. And I want to just talk for the next few moments briefly about a reminder of why to be thankful. A reminder of why to be thankful. Uh, in his article, The Structure of Gratitude, a New York Times columnist, David Brooks, notes that what he is learning about being thankful. Yeah. And he said these words, I'm sometimes grumpier when I stay at a nickel hotel. All right. I have certain expectations about the service that's going to be provided. I get impatient if I have to crawl around looking for a power outlet, if the shower controls are unfathomable, if the place considers itself too fancy to put a coffee machine in each room. I'm sometimes happier at a budget motel where my, uh, my expectations are lower. 
And where a functioning iron is a bonus and a waffle maker is in the breakfast area is a treat. And he says, this little phenomenon shows how powerfully expectations structure our moods and emotions uh, 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 as it relates to being grateful. Simply put, whenever our expectations are low, we are more thankful. But when our expectations are too high, we are less thankful. Do I have a witness here? Uh, it's, it's, it's something about gratitude because gratitude happens when someone uh, has shown kindness to us that has exceeded our expectations. It is when someone has shown kindness to us when we did not deserve it. Do I have a witness here? But this is our problem, is our expectations causes us not to be great, grateful and to show gratitude when we ought to. It's because we're so prideful that our expectations are so high that we look over many opportunities each day that we have to be thankful. Amen. You don't hear me this morning. We, 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 our problem is we don't always recognize the kindnesses that have been extended to us. Why? Because we are so prideful in our expectations. In our culture here in America, where you can have it your way and you can customize it the way you explicitly want it and things are delivered to you expedited and overnight mail. We want what we want, how we want it, when we want it. And if people don't meet our expectations, we're quick to snarl up our mouths and our noses and not realize how thankful we should be. When our expectations are too high, it causes our gratitude to be too low. You don't hear me today. And here, the psalmist is going to remind you and me why we should be thankful. But we got to recognize the kindnesses that have been extended to us. Maybe we need to humble our expectations a little bit. And when we humble our expectations, we'll see all kinds of blessings in our lives for which we should be thankful. Yeah. Do I have a witness? Yes, yes, yes. You know, sometimes we see this. Uh, many times we, we were discussing how to help people in our community. Sometimes we're, we're in a conundrum, right? Because sometimes we want to help people, but then we got to think through what is valuable to them because you do know you can do things and help people and they'll turn and look at your gift and say, what is this? Do I have a witness? That's when your expectations are too high and it causes your gratitude to be too low. Could it be this morning 
The reason why we are not thankful like we should be is because we are missing uh, and we're overlooking the kindnesses that have been extended to us and therefore we're not as grateful as we should be. And so the psalmist is going to take some time this morning to help us realize the one reason why we should be thankful. Can I tell you what it is? I'm going to give the cat out of the bag and all the way at the front here, uh, up front this morning. He said, in case you haven't caught it, the reason you should be thankful is because God's faithful love endures forever. His faithful love endures forever, or I'll bring it up in modern day terms today. We should be thankful because God's love never fails. We should be thankful because God's love for us never fails. Now, I know that may not be what you've been looking for this morning because you think because of your high expectations, you can't be thankful until you get that next car or that next house or that next job or that amount of money in the bank account or until you get those new clothes and so you can post on social media and get a bunch of likes and love and, and envious looks from your friends. But the psalmist says, no, no, it's not about any of that. The reason you and me, we should be thankful is because God's love yeah. never fails. fails. Yeah. It's that simple. Uh, but his love never fails. And the psalmist is going to spend the rest of the psalm helping you realize how God's love never fails. You know why? Uh, 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 you know why you ought to be thankful? You ought to be thankful because his love never fails. But then the psalmist is going to show you how it is that you know that his love never fails. Because quite frankly, there's some of us today that don't feel like God's love is not failing, but is failing in our lives. Yeah. Some of us may not be where we want to be or have what we think we ought to have. And we say, well, he don't love me like he loves such and such. Because if he loved me like them, then I'll have what they have. Yeah. The psalmist says, let me remind you. You might need to put a reminder in you like we put reminders in our phones to pop up and remind us of things. Let me remind you of why you should be thankful. His love never fails. How do we know his love never fails? Five things he gives us real quick and I'll be done. How do you know, Psalmist, that God's love never fails for us? Well, his love never fails is seen in the fact that he made us. I said, God's love failed, never fails, is seen in the fact that he made us. Notice what he's saying. He says he does great wonders. He made the, verse 5, he made the heavens skillfully. Verse 6, he spread the land on the waters. Verse 7, he made the great lights. In verse 8, the sun rules by day. Verse 9, the moon and the stars by night. The psalmist says, how do you know God's love never fails? His love never fails is seen in the fact that he made us and he made everything that it is. He made the sun. He made 
the moon. He made the stars. He made you and me. And that should let us know that his love never fails. Did you not know that you did not have to be here? But because God loved you and have a plan for you, that he allowed you to be here and to have the friendships and the connections that you have and to be able to go through life and experience the love that you can experience in life through him and through the relationships he has given us. You want to know how you know his love never fails? He made you and he made everything that there is. He, if he made it, he ruled over yes. it. Yes. I don't care what it looks like in your life. God is still in charge. Yes. Yes. I can call an old saint here. He's been gone a long time. When the banks used to say, God is still in charge of my life. It does not matter what is going on or where, the way it looks or the way it seems. God made you. Yes. And if he made you, He's in charge of you and everything in your world. He rules over all. He, he, he made it. He said, he said that God has done great wonders. Great wonders. What is those great wonders? He, he, he made the land where it is and placed the waters where they are. Then he made the sun and the moon, the sun to give us light in the day, and the moon to give us light by night. Did you not know he placed them exactly where they need to be? Because we are at the exact distance, science says, from the sun that we need to be. If we were millimeters closer to the sun, we would burn up. If we were millimeters farther away from the sun, then we would freeze to death. But he placed us exactly where we needed to be to make sure we had, Lord, how mercy, that we have what we need to have. You ought to thank God this morning because his love never fails and you know it because he made you and he made everything around you. Some of us, we overlook that kindness because our expectations are too high. And if we are truthful with ourselves, some of us can't rejoice and be thankful in the fact that God made me and that shows me that he loves me. We can't rejoice in that. Why? Because we don't even like ourselves. <laughs> we don't like us. I don't like me. And therefore, I don't see the great kindness and the blessing that God has given in the fact that he made me. But you ought to recognize your own value this morning that the creator of the universe made you exactly like how you are, the way you look, the personality that you have. He made you you and there's not another you like you. He knows the hairs on your head. He loves you and values you and you ought to value yourself. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah. says he's yeah. done wondrous things. Yeah. You are a wonder. Uh-huh. That, that not only the world that God created but everything he he created shows that he's done great and wondrous things. 
you maybe less and less practice it this morning. Talk to yourself because sometimes we gotta talk to ourselves. Talk to yourself this morning. Tell yourself, say self. Say it like you mean it. Let's say it one more time. Self, you're fearfully and wondrously made. That's what the psalmist said in Psalm 139. That's what the psalmist is saying here in verse, uh, Psalm 136. That God does great wonders when he makes what he makes. So when he made you, he didn't make any jump. Therefore, you ought to be thankful. Because he made you. And because of that, it shows he loves you. Yeah. The psalmist says there's another way that we know that God's love never fails. We know that it never fails in the fact that he made us, but we know his love never fails in the fact that he delivered us. Yeah. Do I have a witness? Yeah. Notice the psalmist says he delivered us. He Verse 10, he struck down the firstborn of the Egyptians. In verse 11, he brought Israel out from among them. Verse 12, with a strong hand and outstretched arm. Verse 13, he divided the Red Sea. And verse 14, he led Israel through. Verse 15, but hurled Pharaoh and his army into the Red Sea. His love never fails, and you ought to be thankful about that this morning. It's seen in the fact that he made you, but also he delivered you. Did you notice what the psalmist said? The psalmist said that God delivered the people out of the midst of what they were going through. He struck down the Egyptians. Do I have a witness? And verse 11, and brought Israel out. Do I have a witness? See, God delivered them out of the midst of things that they were going through. They were stuck in Egypt with their taskmasters oppressing them. And if anybody can identify with that, you and me, we ought to be able to identify with that. But even in the midst of their oppression, God delivered them. Do I have a witness? Anybody yeah. ought to be thankful this Thanksgiving. It ought to be people that look like you and me. And the fact that over the years and over the centuries, people have tried to oppress us as a people over and over and over and over and over. But he keeps on blessing us. Despite what you don't have this morning, yeah. you got more than your mother or grandmother or great-grandmother ever dreamed your family would ever have. He's delivered us. And I like God because he not only delivered us out of the midst of things, but he also delivered us in the midst of this. Did you catch that? He delivered us out of some things, but then he delivered us in some things. He delivered Israel out of Egypt, but then he had to deliver them in the midst of some things. Now notice what he says there. He got them out of Egypt. He struck down the Egyptians, but then 
He said he divided the Red Sea. And led Israel through, but hurled Pharaoh and his army into the sea. He he delivered them out of Egypt. But when they were going through the waters, he delivered them in the midst of their situation. When, when the water was in front of them and Pharaoh was behind him, God delivered them in. See, you ought to thank God for two things because he delivers you in two ways. He delivers you out of some stuff, but then he delivers you in the midst of, you don't hear me this morning. God delivers you out of some past situations, but you ought to thank him that not only does he deliver you out, but he can provide for you while you're walking through in the midst of the, the raging waters on both sides of you. Even when you're going through the valley, he can still deliver you in the midst of it all. He delivers. He delivers out of. And he delivers in the midst of. And, and that, uh, the psalmist said that's a sign that his love never fails. Therefore, you should be thankful. He says you should know that you ought to be thankful because his love never fails because he made you. Then he delivered you. But then he says he gives you the victory. That's how you know his love never fails. And therefore, you ought to be thankful. Yeah. How is it that God gives us the victory? The psalmist says, verse 16, led his people through the wilderness. Verse 17, he struck down great kings. Verse 18, he slaughtered the famous kings. Verse 19, Shion, king of the Amorites. Verse 20, Og, king of Bashan. And, and he gave them their land. Did you hear what he said? That, 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 that God was with his people. And he gave them victory over their circumstances. He gave them victory to overcome their circumstances. First of all, they were in a wilderness. In a wilderness. Uh, in a wilderness where there was nothing, there was barrenness, there, there was no fruit, there was no water, but he delivered them and gave them the victory in spite of They did not have water in the desert, but he supernaturally provided water for them. They did not have food in the desert, but he supernaturally provided food for them. He overcame their circumstances and gave them the victory despite their circumstances. You don't hear me this morning. And not only did he overcome their circumstances, he overcame their adversaries. When kings and nations would rise up against them and try to oppose them, even when they were outnumbered or outsmarted, that God got in the midst of it and gave them the victory in the midst of their lives. Do I have anybody that I'm talking to that can have enough sense to know that you know God's love never fails? Why? Because he gave you the victory. He gave you the victory to help you overcome your circumstances. He gave you the victory to overcome where you grew up, to overcome the situations in which you found yourself, to overcome that crazy person you couldn't get out of your house of, to overcome whatever the enemy tried to do to you, to overcome. He gave you the victory to overcome a bad mentality that kept holding you back. You were able to overcome the circumstances. 
And you overcame your adversary. Yeah. When people put stumbling blocks in your way. Yeah. And when they they turned their hand to make sure, to make it seem like they were your friend, but really they were your foe. And you didn't even know there were placing stumbling blocks in your way. But somehow God turned that thing around and they slipped on their own track. They slipped on their own track. And the track that was set for you became their own demise. Why? Because God got in the midst of it and gave you the victory despite what you were going through. Thank you all to Paul to say thank you. Because that means his faithful love endures forever. His love doesn't fail. That he's watching over you. And he's keeping you. And he's blessing you despite your circumstances and those who oppose you. His love never fails. I, my time's gone, so let me hurry. I got two more things to say. The psalmist says you ought to thank God because his love never fails. And you know his love never fails because he made you. Because he delivers you. He gives you the victory. And then he forgives you. Do I have a witness? Verse 23 and 24. He remembered us in our humiliation. Verse 24. And rescued you, rescued us from our foes. The psalmist here uh, reminisces that even despite God's goodness, Israel failed him many times. And being the loving, good parent that he is, he had to humble them. Yes. Do I have a witness? Yes. Did I start this sermon off saying that our problem is we can't be thankful because our expectations yes. are too high? Yes. And so when Israel got the big head and their expectations got too high, they couldn't thank God for the small things and they couldn't trust God in the small things. He had to humble them. Yes. And he, when he humbled them, he did not forget his covenant that he made with them. He humbled them to teach them a lesson, but he didn't leave them in that circumstance. That he got them out of their situation, and when they turned back to him and trusted him and repented of their sins, he forgave them and delivered them again. You don't hear me today. Is there anybody here this morning with enough sense that God's been good to you better than you did to yourself? Better than you've been to him and how many times and yeah, he has the hope for you. But as soon as you were able to call on his name, he forgave you and gave you a clean start and said, now go forward and live for me. How many times have he forgiven you over and over and over and over? The psalmist says the reason why he does that is because his love never fails. His love never fails. Because he made you. Because he delivers you. He gives you the victory. He forgives you. And then last thing, he provides for you. Verse 25, he gives food to everyone. To every creature. Verse 26, give thanks to the God of heaven. He gives food to those who are in need. 
I don't know what your needs are. I don't know if it's food, shelter, clothing. I don't know what it is. Love and belonging. But I do know there is someone who's able to provide your needs. You want to have a witness here. And there's someone who is willing uh, to meet you where you are. And you'll call on him and humble yourself. Uh, and, and you call on him and cast your cares on him. He will answer your prayer. He will provide for you. In fact, even if you're in the midst of a need this morning, you ought to accept this by faith and say, I may not have what I think I need this morning, but his word says he provides food for every creature. Therefore, maybe I ought to trust him and have faith. In fact, maybe I can demonstrate my faith this morning by praising him on credit. Giving him praise in advance for what he has done. You've heard of a cash advance, don't you? But give him praise in advance that he does it. Praise him before he does it. Praise him before he blesses you. Praise him before he delivers you. Praise him like he delivers you. Act like you are where you want him to take you. Act like he is taking away for you. And I guarantee you, when he sees you acting like it, it is so in your face, he will show up and make a way in your life. You'll see me on this morning. I'm done. The psalmist said, you better get up off your high parts and thank him and recognize his faithful love. Thank you, Lord, for making me who you made me to be. Thank you for delivering me from where you brought me from. Thank you for giving me the victory over my circumstances. Thank you for forgiving me over and over. Thank you for providing for me. Somebody ought to tell us thank you. We should be thankful because love never fails. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! He's done it so many times in your life. What makes this time any different than any of the other times that he showed up? So thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Let's pray. Father, thank you today for your many blessings to us. Being so good to us. Lord, help us to lower our expectations. And when we do, we'll recognize the blessings. So many blessings we've taken for granted. Life, health, and strength. Food over our heads. Children doing all right. Protection to around the world. Of the job, even in the midst of 
people who may be doing things that we don't even know they're doing to try to hurt us, but you keep me alive. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. For being faithful. Thank you, Lord. For being true. Thank you, Lord. For being trustworthy. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Lord. Lord, thank you. Thank you, Lord, for never changing. Thank you, Lord. Always being consistent. Thank you, Lord. Never changing up on us, even though sometimes we change up on you. Hallelujah. Yes, sir. Oh, yes, sir. You still bless us in spite of ourselves. So I pray this morning, help the people know that they're more than conquerors, they're overcomers, they have the victory through you. Your word says we're more than conquerors through him who loves us. Lord, we thank you. You've forgiven us. Lord, we thank you, Lord. If someone today needs your forgiveness, give them the boldness. To call you right where they are and ask you to forgive them of their sins. And have the confidence of knowing you hear and answer prayer and that you are willing to forgive them of their sins and give them a new soul. Lord, help someone who's got poor self-esteem. Help them to know you made them. You created them. And if for no other reason, they should be thankful and you made them who you made them to be. Well, thank you for delivering us. Especially delivering us from our sins. Paying the price for our sins on Calvary. That we would truly have the victory. Not only in this life, but the life to come. Oh, yeah. Give us thankful hearts. Help us to be humble and lower our expectations. So that we can truly say, when somebody asks, how are we? We can say, truly, I'm better than I deserve. Yes, sir. When we humble our expectations, we won't complain as much. We'll say, I'm better yes. than I deserve. Oh, yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. We pray. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. When it's coming, it's coming. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you! 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 Thank you!
Bless me, Lord. Over and over again. Lord, I thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, my soul is happy right now. Lord, I thank you. I thank you so much, Jesus. I don't know what I'd do without you, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Hallelujah. No, he deserves it. Lord, I thank yes. you so much. All the thanks you can give him. Jesus, just thank you for being here. If we had 10,000 tongues, yes, thank you, we could thank him. Oh, yes, yes. Lord. Hallelujah. He deserves thank that. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Lord, Lord I thank you. This week, oh, reminiscent yes. on the great kindness. Yes, Lord. The great Thank love so that God has extended so. to you. Oh, yes. And ask Him oh, to yes. help show you the small things Thank you, Lord. in your life that you've been taking oh, for granted. Lord, I because your expectations oh, yes. have gotten so high. Yeah, right. You've overlooked yes, oh, yes. even the small things yes. in life yes, that God Thank is you, doing and has done for you. Thank you. Yeah. May we recapture mm -hmm. seeing those small yes, things. Mm -hmm. And then we won't have trouble mm -hmm. doing what the Word says. Yes, yes. Giving thanks. Yes. Always. Yes. And in all circumstances. Yes. Because yes. there's always some kindness yes. in our yes. life yes. that God has extended yes. to yes. us. We just got to be able to see it. Yes. Lord, as we go forward today, watch over and keep us and help us to be thankful people, to acknowledge you and all you have done for us, and to always point people back to you that when they see good in our lives, that they know we accredit all those good things to your blessings in our lives. It will help them to also look toward you, asking you to bless them direct and guide your lives. We thank you today. Thank you, In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.